Hey, what it is, yo? What's up? It's Deontay. Uh, appreciate you guys checking out Real Talk Sports. This is some throwaway crap that I just want to put out there because uh, just just me and Kagan chopping it up. Um, talking about our league. Uh, it's a little bit different. Half point per carry. Uh, it's still PPR. It's a really cool league that we, we do. No tight end spot. So we're just talking about the league pretty much check it out yeah i don't expect him to finish there but i do expect him to finish ahead of uh christian kirk oh man this could be crazy i'm i'm interested to see what christian kirk does for us i the think year. garrett wilson could end up finishing ahead of him london could end up finishing ahead of him london is a that's a you can make a case for london debo Debo is currently behind him. Debo's about to be running back one or wide receiver <laughs> one. Like he's about to do it all for them. No, I just I don't see CD Lamb. I mean, CD Lamb's been probably one of the biggest disappointments wide receiver so far. Uh, based on ADP. I mean, he was going pretty high. But I mean, I don't know, you know, guys like Guys like Chase for sure and Adams for sure are not going to finish behind him. Evans, once he's back, still not going to finish behind him. He's going to have a whole game and a half on Evans, and Evans is still going to pass him up. <laughs> Hammies and all. Man, I'm thinking about picking up a sharp pair. Do you think he has any value in our league? For a week or two, probably. You know, I think Evans is only out one game. Are you talking to a guy that's starting Greg Dorch in a second flex spot? Oh, yeah, probably for you. Again, for a couple games, I mean, Man, he's I, got, you got Evans out. You got Godwin's probably going to be out a couple more games, realistically. I think he's going to be out a couple more games. When's their bye week? Is their bye week early? No. It's not early? No, their bye week is, uh, I think it's pretty late. Week 11. Yeah, they're week 11. I can see them holding him out again. A couple weeks, honestly. I don't think he's quite ready. I think he came back too soon. I think they introduced him to contact too late. Yeah. Um, I think game one was the first week he actually was in full contact. And that, that you don't want to – I don't want to – my first my first full contact after an ACL injury, I don't want it to be against Trayvon Diggs. Right. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I think he's worth it. If if Julio doesn't play, and Evans is suspended, Goblin's out. You Cole got Beasley. Russell Gage, Cole Beasley, and Brashad Perriman. I could see Cole Beasley having a freaking sneaky huge week. But you know, I I do hate it for Julio because he's just man, injuries are piling on him now that he's old. I don't know. If he was just like overused so much, or if he's just so big, like it's just kind of the natural process for like big, freaky, talented athletes like that, you know. But like he's fallen pretty hard the past few years due to injury. And like I felt like this year, I have him on my bench, and like I felt mm-hmm. like this year was a year like he could have a solid year in a limited role. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, a week one, like really, like a week one was like a realistic week for him had five targets, three catches, and 69 yards. Like, that's pretty solid uh, in that offense. And I was like, man, if he gets a 
full go this week and gets healthy, he's going to be wide receiver one in that offense. <laughs> you know, Tom Brady's going to look for him. Absolutely. But I think he's going to. You know, I don't. I don't think he's quite ready yet. Everything look good though. Nah, I really think that's everything, man. We want to touch on. Yeah. Any Any nuggets you want to drop before week three? No, I don't. I don't really have any nuggets. You know, I'm back in our league looking, and I'm looking at my matchup, and I'm really hoping I could get a uh, win this week. I don't like this 0-2 stuff, which last week I just got waxed. But week one, I was real disappointed in. You don't uh, do you I had don't, the third you, highest score in the league. You really don't believe you're going to win this week? Uh, It's not that. So right now I have Carter – as my RB2, I have Chase in my flex, Chase Edmonds in my flex, Kyle Pitts in my flex, I have Jamar Chase and Terry McLaurin at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And I've been shopping Terry McLaurin pretty hard because I don't <laughs> have faith in him. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, I feel like I don't does, have faith in McLaurin. I don't have faith in Edmonds. Does that and, more to do with uh, – so, so does that have more to do with – Carson Wentz, or is it just more? Yeah, more... I think it's a lot to do with Carson Wentz. I think if Henneke was in, Heineke, my boy, like, he'd be looking at McLaurin every drop back. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. You know, I, I think it's more about value. I think having Terry McLaurin as wide receiver, too, with Jamar Chase is not bad. No. It's really not. I mean, he scored 13 week one, 11 and a half week two. What's scary is he only had four targets week one against Jacksonville. <laughs> he luckily caught two of those and one of them being a touchdown. But like last week, he had four catches on eight targets for 75 yards and one rush for seven yards. So to me, that says, hey, they're understanding. Like they have to get him involved. But like his involvement doesn't get better. He's got Philly next week, Dallas, da- Dallas the week after. And like I'm thinking, okay, Darius Slay at Philly. Diggs and Dallas. Like, that's tough matchups for someone like Carson Wentz. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, I could see, you know, McLaurin getting targeted like six or seven times and only really having an opportunity at like two or three of them because the other two or three are pick sixes or something. And we know Carson Wentz loves to see ghosts. Yeah. So, so. So, like, Carson Wentz, we didn't talk about it, but like, Carson Wentz is, he's, Above and beyond expectations right now, he's going to come back down to life eventually. I think, uh, you know, so he's, I don't he's trust playing him. out of his body. He is. It's crazy. So, so man, I am worried about my matchup. I I needed Kareem Hunt to get a touchdown. Um, my he defense get it done. I know I that put my boy Chubb in. That pissed me off, dog. <laughs> uh, that's, made me that's, happy. That's, 20, that's six points we left on the field. Uh, but my defense did get We didn't leave no points the on the field. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I need T. Higgins, Mike Williams, and Justin Jefferson to go off this week. I, I need uh, I need about 75 points combined from those three guys. Yeah. Is that... That's tough. That's tough. I, I mean, Jefferson can, can get 30 for me. I'll live with yeah. that. See other guys. No, T. Higgins, he, he's good for 20. I don't know, man. Burrow's got me nervous. The yeah. offensive line looks really bad this year, and they're playing 
the way I thought they were going to play last year, which makes me like think this is going to be all year. I guess not going to get better. It just makes me think last year they just played out of this world because people were like not expecting Chase to be that good because there was all that negativity coming around the drops in camp and like people didn't take him serious. So like at the beginning of the year, it was kind of catching people off guard. And then by the end of the year, they were rolling and like they just looked really good. So it's like, oh crap. Where this year it's like, okay, take away Jamar Chase or try to take away Jamar Chase. Boom. Put some pressure, put some pressure on Burrow. Yes. You can't do anything, and that's what's happening. And so, like, it's kind of scary. All right, it's the Jets, though. It's man, the Jets, man. Joe Flacco's playing like he's trying to go back to a Super Bowl or something. And I'll take I'll take a high scoring game. I just need I just need no interceptions. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you know, it's definitely possible. Jefferson's going to have a big game, like you said. So. Definitely possible. I'm just we'll see, man. trying to make it a, was, a long weekend for you. I'm so uh, I'm just worried about the overall. Like, I was happy when I drafted my team. Like, but I thought I was going to get a little more out of some of my guys. You know, and so, like now that I'm not, I'm like worried. So you were happy with your 13th rank draft date squad? Well, first of all, I moved up to eight. <laughs> I lost week one and moved up to eight. <laughs> you lost a week. <laughs> uh, so. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I told you I was the third highest score week one and lost. And lost. It's yeah. so frustrating. Yeah, man. You're sitting at 0-2. But, like, you know, I love Nick Chubb this year. You know, everyone was – I think I paid a lot of money for him in our auction league, too, and everyone was looking at me like I was stupid. And I was like – I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> what do you think they're going to do until Watson comes back? Run the ball. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I, I like Chubb. I like I like my quarterback situation. I have Derek Carr. You know, week one, I was like a little nervous. I was like, oh, crap. This is what I drafted you for, 14 points? This ain't going to work. <laughs> exactly. But he bounced back last week with 22. You know, Michael Carter, I didn't it, – it's like – Week one, he scored 22 in our league, and I didn't play him. <laughs> week two, I played him, and he scored 12 and a half. And it was like, oh, crap. <laughs> but, you know, so that made me nervous. But he is getting all of the passing down work. Uh, he that, is. That's why he I is. want him. I want uh, him. You and trade him. Jamar Chase, five catches for 54 yards, week two, 10 points. That's that's the floor for him. So I'm happy with that. Like, I'm happy with that. McLaurin. I'm a little nervous about Scary Terry. He's got me scared. You can but, trust Edmonds. But I think 13 to 11. I think I can – you say that, but, like, week one, that's another one. I played him – no, I didn't play him week one either. He scored 16. <laughs> played him week two, he scored six and a half. So I was like, what the heck? My week one lineup was let – me, let me just go back to it because – it was, it was like, it was probably what I felt like was my worst lineup of the year so far, and I scored the most points I've scored all season with that lineup so far. I played Carr, who scored fourteen on a projected nineteen. Yeah, I scored Chubb. I played Chubb, who scored twenty-eight and twenty-one. I played Ramondre Stevens, who was projected fifteen, and scored 
eight. Oh, I did play Evans week one. He was projected 14, scored 16. Kyle Pitts, 11, scored 30. If I got anything else out of any – I mean, played my wife freaking week one, and she <laughs> scored 180. Just, like, dropped a bomb on me. I got 16 out of my kicker and 25 out of my defense and lost. <laughs> so I was like, I got to change things up. So what do I do? Week two – I play Carter, who was sitting on my bench with 22, and he scores 12. And I'm like, crap. So I put Gordon in over Kyle Pitts in my flex. Because I was like, okay, Melvin Gordon scored 12, and they're playing Houston this week. That's a solid matchup. And I think he scored like 10. And I was like, what the heck? But you you honestly had no chance. Because I'm looking at your bench, and uh, you didn't get much help out of your bench either. Right, yeah, I didn't. Week two, I had no help. And, like, you know, I'm, I'm Stevenson, I feel like, has not been as well. I thought I would be able to play him every week in a flex spot, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Uh, you know, Melvin Gordon, I think I'm going to be able to spot play him. But, like, I'm just – I'm really weak at running back. You know, I've got Chubb, Carter, and Edmonds. And I don't really trust Evans or Carter, but I have to play them every week right now. Right. You know, I feel confident in Chase, and I feel confident in that McLaurin's going to score good enough. He, you know, I, I'm still worried about him, but I wish, you know, I, let me go to our draft because I think I took Pitts early, and I wish I wouldn't have done that. Now that I'm looking at it. Note to self I will not draft a tight end next year. No matter who it is. I mean, I don't care if Travis Kelsey falls to me in the freaking second round or something. You took him 36. It would be about third round for us. I'm, I'm pulling up the draft recap to see, though, like who he went in by round. Let's see. So I went – well, I actually took Chubb in the second round. That's not terrible. I went wide receiver running back. I thought for some reason I went wide receiver. I thought I went wide receiver, wide receiver. No, so you, I took I took you, Kyle Pitts in the third round yeah. ahead of first of all Josh Allen, <laughs> but I'll never take a quarterback that early. No, I always wait ten quarterbacks, but, man. You know, wide receiver wise, I took Kyle Pitts before Jalen Waddle, before AJ Brown, before T Higgins, Michael Pittman. If you want to count those. But I will say, I'm looking at the draft recap, and Jalen Waddle. I remember this very specifically because I text Colby, and I said, F you, I hate you. Uh, Waddle went one pick before me in the fourth round. That's where you were and going? And that's when I went McLaurin, and I was going Waddle. So I'd feel much better about my team if I had Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, and Chase. So I was going to go Waddle, but he was gone, and um, I ended up getting T. Higgins. At 39. And it hurts me. Like, I'll say this, and this is not excuses, but it hurts me late in drafts also because, like, my wife is really good at fantasy football and she really does do a lot of research. But, like, when it does get late, she'll ask my opinion a lot. And it's not so much that she's wanting me to tell her who, but, like, she'll ask my opinion. And so, like, I remember going into round six. She was like, how do you feel about A.J. Dillon? And I was like, I like him. 
And that was my pick that round. I was I was like, I'm gonna get AJ Dillon if it comes back to me. And when she asked me that, I was like, now if I draft him, I'm starting World War Three at my house. <laughs> so like I was like, I'll go chase Edmonds. Like, you know, he'll get some passing work. I'll go Edmonds. But I'm like, I should have just bit the bullet and took AJ Dillon yeah. over Chase Edmonds. <laughs> and like it do- again, it doesn't happen a lot. It happens very seldomly. Like, but every once in a while, she'll throw out a name and be like, "How do you feel about this person?" And a lot of the times, it's someone that I like. So I'm not gonna lie to her and be like, "Oh, I don't like him," and then turn around and draft him. I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, you know, I kind of like them." And then if I pick before her and I take that person, it's like, "Oh crap." My bad. (laughs) You know, so it gets a little scary down at that back end. But I remember those two picks specifically. I wanted Waddle. He went and picked before me. And I wanted A.J. Dillon right there in that spot at round six. But I didn't take him because I was terrified of what my wife would do to me in my sleep. So I was like, I'll go to Edmonds. (laughs) Oh, man, you blew it. I did blow it. (laughs) But, like, I'm looking at my draft. And, like, even looking at yours, like, we had two of the worst projected teams in draft day. And like our teams are not bad. We don't have much depth. I will say neither one of us have much depth. No, I don't. I don't. But I think our lineups are okay and, and are serviceable. You know, they're gonna have good weeks. Like and me and Reagan text. I feel like such a jerk when I text Reagan uh, in the group <laughs> message. I was like, geez, Tay's gonna get another easy win because Reagan didn't set his lineup. Reagan <laughs> Reagan forgot to set his lineup against you last year, too, because I remember texting you <laughs> and being like, you're about to get an easy freaking win because Reagan didn't text him. He didn't set his lineup. Yo, and, man. And so oh. he was like, I texted him, and he was like, sorry, my wife was having a baby. And I was like, crap. <laughs> crap. So I did. I talked to him later, and I was like, I was like, I felt like a jerk when I was saying that. He was like, dude, he was like, you don't. He's like, I mean, I didn't take it personal. He said, I was mad at myself because I looked at it that morning and was like, I need to set my lineup before all this starts happening. He said, and I did set it, but then I forgot to save it. And I was like, ah. like Yo, that's, that is one thing I hate about ESPN that I love about Sleeper. Like once you make the move, it's, it's, it's in. Done. It's good. You don't have to hit a freaking save button. And I don't know that it would have mattered because you ended up you ended up scoring a little bit more than what y'all were projected, but there for yeah. a minute y'all were projected like a two to three point difference. Yeah, and was- he had Keenan Allen in his lineup with zero, and I would have to assume that he would have played either Dovin Ray or Dotson. I think know? Dotson. Uh, see, I think he'd have probably went. Duvernay just because how high he scored. He scored twenty one week one. I felt like he'd have probably played him, but yeah. But Duvernay got either way no target. Oh, I agree. But either way, I think he'd have probably played one of those two, and it wouldn't have been. I mean, it'd have been sixteen more points, so he'd have been he'd have still lost by like eleven to twelve points. You know, it would have been closer, so it wouldn't have mattered. But you know, you know, I was actually glad that um, he might have taken DK out. Actually, I was glad that I pulled away. Um, just so that uh, the 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 Keenan Allen not playing wouldn't have made that big of a difference. Yeah. 
Yeah, because oh. let me tell you, I'd have been low-key angry <laughs> if any of anyone in our league listens to this podcast. Just know, I'd have been low-key angry, which, mad respect, congratulations to Reagan and your wife for, for your first baby. Uh, so, you know, that's, as, as Tay said, welcome to the hood. Welcome yeah. to the fatherhood. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would have been really upset because... <laughs> We know that your side of the division is known for being real weak. You know, Dude. like, I mean, I'm not trying to call anyone out if they are listening, but <laughs> it's just facts. Your side of the division is not as strong as our side. So, like, me starting 0-2 in soft lines is much scarier than if I started 0-2 <laughs> in hard lines. So, and I get we play everyone once a year so it's like oh that doesn't really matter but it kind of does especially considering last year the person i played twice was colby okay (laughs) the person i played twice this year was ashton for for our listeners these are two of the top four top three all time all time in our league and then i i had to play them twice and i'm like you know Let's see who I play. I'm going to look at that right now. I want to see who I play twice next year. <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking a look at it now. Um, I'm number one in hard lines, and uh, I have a 65% playoff chance. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> well, well, third place. I'll be uh, I'll have I'll the play, fifth. I'll play Brennan twice next year. That's easy. That's easy. It's not do. easy, dude. Brennan. Okay. <laughs> Brennan started out as one of the strongest competitors in our league, and he's fallen off a few years. He's got an absent in the group message, and he's kind of fallen off. But he's having a good he's having a good bounce back here so far this year. Cool. Christian McCaffrey, off. yeah, Christian McCaffrey's paying off. Yes, yeah, let's see. Oh yeah, I two can't years believe. from now, I'm happy. I got Chase <laughs> twice. Got my brother-in-law twice. <laughs> Dang, I had to let him know about it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm not worried about my team. I think my team, my team scored 111 week two. I got crushed by Brandon 152, but like, I mean, I scored 111 on a bad week, and it wasn't wasn't terrible. Man, dude, on a bad week for me, I scored 125, so it's going to be pretty tough for you. Nah. Let's see. You scored 125 on a bad week and won. That's the difference. <laughs> because you played someone who scored a 116. Hey. You would have only beat one. <laughs> you would have only beat four people in week one. You just got lucky you were having to be playing one of those four. I'd have beat everyone except for two people. It's ridiculous. But it's it been <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't want to hear it. That's your kind of luck. Like, don't get me wrong. Week two was a bad week for me. I only scored 111. But, like, I had some busts. And I had minus eight from my defense, I think. Yeah, I had minus eight from my defense. <laughs> Six and a half from one of my running backs. Like, I'm not worried about week two. Week two is a wash for me. Week one's more realistic. 158 a game. I'm headed for three and oh, man. Where are you heading? One and two. One and two. Yeah, I think I think Antonio Gibson, Ashton, 
Oh, Ashton's about to smoke you, fool. Dude, what? Pulled from my wife this week. I don't think it's yeah, as you should every week. I'm gonna make sure her lineup's set in the morning. Yeah, dude. Tell her to take Antonio Gibson out and put no. Drake. No. Dude. No. So, so she's gonna leave Drake London on the bed? Uh she's trying to trade him. I'm trying to get him. But I don't have anybody that's off week four. Like she she needs someone who isn't on a bye week fourteen. And like really the only piece on my team that I'm willing to like deal with her on with is McLaurin, who was on a week fourteen. I was we were gonna do uh McLaurin and uh like Gordon, I think. That's who we were gonna do. Gordon was gonna give her just a little bit of depth at running back and McLaurin was basically gonna be the wide receiver swap, you know. And she looked at uh McLaurin's bye week and she was like, That's fourteen. I can't do that. That's why I'm getting rid of London because she's got like five players on week fourteen by <sighs> I don't. I don't think I have anything worth giving her. Go nine Hines and Hunter Renfro for yeah. Drake London. She gets some. What do you think about the long term outlook for Stevenson in our league? He scored eight and nine and a half in two weeks. I don't like him as long as Damon Harris is healthy. I'm afraid you'd say that. Yeah. I think he's a better runner though. He is. Bill Belichick doesn't think that. Why'd you drop Tyler Algier, by the way? <sighs> Do I need a we don't have a freaking IR spot, man? What do you need an IR spot though? Who's uh, hurt that you needed to I was playing the uh the numbers. I was trying to pick up uh maybe Rashad White. Oh, you had too many running backs, huh? Yes. Just so like that, so like, and you picked him up just as I was. I was like, okay, he'll yeah, make it. Through, he'll slip through waivers. Heck no! As soon as I saw Damon Williams went on uh, IR, IR, I was like, picking Algier up. I really liked the way they used him in the preseason in the red zone. He was yeah. catching a lot of passes in the red zone in preseason, and I think, you know, I've said this before, and I've been kind of telling Ashton because she's got Patterson right now. She can get a good deal for him. She needs to get rid of him. She's got to. I don't think uh I don't think he can maintain the level of consistency uh that he had last year. And he he wore down last year. That was yes. a big part of us getting Damon Williams was it, you know, even that Saints game, he finished with like twenty carries, I think, for like hundred and twenty yards. That's right. And like I was watching that game and the start and drive, he wasn't even in. It was all Damon Williams, Damon Williams, Damon Williams. And then when he did come in, he was lining up his wide receiver with Damon Williams in the backfield. So I think that was a big part of them bringing Damon Williams in is to be able to have, uh, have you know, both of them on the field and really make people wonder what they were going to do with Patterson and be able to line him out wide. I think the 20 carries week one were out of necessity uh, and not – because that's what they want to happen every week. You know, they want to be able to get him, I think, like 10 to 15 touches total. Touches. Is like, yeah, touches. And like probably like the majority of those being rushes, but I think probably like four to five of them being like passes, you know, screens or something out the backfield. Uh, And then be able to mix in 
Damian Williams for another like 10 to 15, I think was kind of their goal. And then, you know, Mariota's going to steal some goal line stuff as well. But. Yeah, she should definitely uh, be moving Patterson. And I would think she would need to be moving for another running back. Uh, after, yeah. After yeah, Dylan. she's uh, – she – I think she is looking at uh, running back just because um, – Brian Robinson is she's worried. Yeah, she's worried about that a little bit, I think. All right. But she does really like AJ Dillon, uh, and like I think I, I really believe AJ Dillon could be a really good RB two, and uh, Aaron Jones could be an RB one. That because yeah. it, it's in definitely an offense where uh, AJ Dillon's going to get some to go along work. I actually think if she changes anything this week, it would probably be putting AJ Dillon in at running back. And then putting Drake London in over Patterson in her flex. But, I mean, we were talking about it the other day. She's she's concerned at running back because Gibson and Patterson, she doesn't think, can hold up long term. But uh, she's got – I mean, she's got some good pieces that she could possibly – like she's hoping Nico Collins gets going a little bit more. Ooh, he got um, nine targets last week, and yes. I was like, oh, yeah. So if he gets going a little more and Drake London stays consistent, I think she's going to try to flip those two guys for a better running back later on down the road. But this league is so hard to get trades. You know that. It's hard yes. to get trades. You is know, there... she dra- when she drafted Eno you know, Benjamin, she was like, James Conner's good for missing a game or two. <laughs> you know, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard, <laughs> you know, <laughs> seeing she's yeah. going to miss a game or two, but – I mean, her team's really solid. She Colts' defense has let her down a little bit, but what makes her play the Jags' defense? Um, she thinks Chase Daniel plays. She thinks Chase Daniel plays for the Chargers. Yeah. Mm. I uh, so she. I picked up the Falcons this week. Uh, I don't trust Miami against Buffalo. <laughs> Miami's very turnover dependent. They were last year. They finished as like a top six defense but it was all based on turnovers which is why they scored 25 points week one because of turnovers but uh i was like i do not trust them against buffalo this week so i picked up the falcons falcons have been playing pretty good been scoring pretty good on defense and i don't think gino's gonna light them up for yards so i'm not concerned (laughs) and uh that's who she was gonna get but i'd used a waiver on them so she was like who do you like out of who's left and i was like i told her the eagles yeah. So to anyone listening who doesn't listen, I mean, who are, who's in our league or whatever, just know my wife does make her own moves. She does not always listen to me. <laughs> She'll ask my opinion from time to time, but she does not. She does her own thing. Yeah, I told her I was like I, I pick up the Eagles. I told her the Eagles, and I kinda, not a whole lot, but I kinda like the Vikings this week. And uh, why? Is it because you think golf is going to throw some interceptions? Yeah, I I just think. Yeah, I just think sacks and interceptions. Yeah, they scored. They scored seventeen against Rodgers with an interception of four sacks and a fumble recovery. I know. I know they did. So they had an interception (laughs) and three sacks last week, and a block. I think block field goal. Mm -hmm. So. they gave up a, a lot of, of points and yards, so they didn't score very well. But, like, 
you know, I think they could get the turnovers against Detroit. So it was just a streamer. It wasn't like, hey, you need to pick them up long term. But like, if you're going to bench Miami for the week or whoever she had, the Colts, you're going to bench them. She was going to drop them. She's gonna drop the Colts. And oh, like, and I would, I would have snagged them. I would yeah, take. Like, yeah, it's like don't drop them. Like they are definitely in a rough stretch right now without Leonard, but they're gonna be all right. They're figuring some stuff out. I hate it for Matt Ryan because I really wanted him to go there and have a really good year. Definitely not happening. Watching the BYU <laughs> game and discuss. Got hurt. Yeah, done not good at all. Well, Kagan, man, I appreciate you coming through for the podcast, dog. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good week. Oh, it will be. Um, yeah, tell Ashton to drop the Colts, drop uh, Drake London, and Collins. <laughs> yeah, she definitely ain't doing that. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Oh, yeah. Have a good one, Sam. All right, you too. Peace.